Like, I really like the photo. The technique was really cool. I just don't eat it. Like, mm -hmm. I'm like, can I like this? And then Hello and welcome to TMG Unfiltered. My name is Devin. And I'm Catherine. And together we are two market girls. We run a vegan YouTube channel and a blog. And this is our podcast where we talk about things like veganism, social media, photography and videography, and trending topics in the news. Today's episode is going to be all about being a vegan in a meaty world. <laughs> yeah, accurate. Yes. Um, so we thought we'd discuss what it feels like to be a vegan who might watch movies that have meat in them or follow chefs that aren't vegan or even like consume any type of content especially on social media that's that, very food and meat focused exactly because as you know i, I would consider us foodies yeah you know? i'm definitely a foodie yeah and i'm like part-time foodie okay I'll, I'll take part-time status yeah i mean you do watch some food shows from here and there yeah but i think we might be in the minority as far as vegans go because we don't limit ourselves as far as content yeah we'll watch yeah like i I have no issue watching a cooking show that's based around meat. Because, like, all of them are. Yeah. Um, so, like, I watch a lot of cooking shows. Mm -hmm. And almost all of them are... All of them are meat-focused. So... Yeah, it doesn't stop me from watching shows. Sometimes it'll be like, oh, this is a little bit weird. Or this is a little bit uncomfortable. But I still want to watch the show. Yeah. Usually, see, like, I just really like cooking. Yeah. And even if, like... I'm not going to cook meat. I could still like use those techniques that they use to cook meat on non-vegan or on vegan things. Mm -hmm. So like I don't want to limit my cooking knowledge just because I don't cook with meat. Yeah. Like when we're consuming these like movies or shows, we're looking at it like as a way to learn and appreciate mm -hmm. the technique and like the skill set that's needed to, just to like work with flavors. Yeah. Like, meat is such a small part of it. Yeah. A lot of the time. Sometimes it's not. But there's so much more that you can learn from mm -hmm. it. Like, I really appreciate the art of cooking. Yeah. Not just vegan cooking. Like, I appreciate chefs and how they're able to turn ingredients into these awesome, really cool dishes, whether that's a meat-based dish or a vegan dish. So I just like like being able to watch them work and see their, like, thought process and all this stuff. Because then you could just easily take that stuff and apply it to vegan food. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know. I... Like, I think there's been a few times where, like, uh, we've been talking to, like, vegan people and they're like, oh, I don't like vegan things or meat scrolling across my Instagram feed and things like that. And I actually never thought of that before. Yeah. Like, I didn't think that would be that big of an issue because, like, we follow a lot of non-vegan people on mm -hmm. our Instagram. And, like, I just, A, it's for photography. Like, mm -hmm. I love seeing other how people photograph food and stuff. And B, it's for recipe ideas and inspiration and techniques and just kind of, like, to support some cool chefs yeah no that worry definitely crossed my mind a little bit because like i like that we will follow accounts for reasons other than them being vegan yeah. and i think that that's important to the vegan movement in general but we won't get into that in this episode yeah. because i feel like we've been talking about that so much lately yep, yep, yep. but even like if people find out that we follow these accounts or you know how like you can people can see which photos yeah you like that's lately. the one thing that like i didn't mind following accounts like, i didn't care about that it was more the like at the beginning of two market girls i was like can i like yeah. this photo of like a meat dish like i really like the photo the technique was really cool i just don't eat it like mm -hmm. i'm like can i like this and then i just got over that i was like you know what i'm gonna still like these photos because i appreciate the photo yeah. and the work that went into everything and 
I mean, I don't know. I It doesn't matter to me that, like, I don't think it necessarily supports the killing of an ant. Maybe it, do, it does a little bit, but, like, I don't know. Yeah, it's tough because there's no way for you to, like, explain that. Like, oh, I liked this photo because <laughs> yeah. of the photography or because of that sauce they used, not because of the meat. Like, yeah. there's no way for you to say that. Exactly, yeah. So people will just assume things. Yeah, so I don't know. It's hard because, like, I approach... Like, anyone who's vegan who doesn't also, like, enjoy cooking for this art of cooking, obviously, they only want vegan food on their feed because it's what they're going to cook and all that stuff. That makes sense to me. Yeah. But I'm someone who also just enjoys cooking in general. Like, aside from... Like, I would probably still really enjoy cooking even if I wasn't vegan. Mm -hmm. So, like, when I look at it that way, like, when I'm thinking of cooking, I don't really think of it in a vegan way. Yeah necessarily like i'm i don't know if that makes sense but like i don't necessarily look at cooking as like i just need it to be vegan like i don't i don't know like you're not you don't go to cooking content for it to be vegan you yeah. go to learn about cooking yeah and not, yeah any kind of cooking. food photography yeah you go to it for learning about food photography exactly yeah and i think honestly i think any like i'm not, obviously not a chef but i'm someone who likes cooking i think anyone who has that interest in cooking no matter what their diet is, will probably be the same way. We'll be watching any kind of chef. Yeah. Um, like, I think someone who doesn't eat dairy because they're lactose intolerant but enjoys cooking would probably still, like, look into mm-hmm. stuff that involves dairy because then they can just figure out ways to make it without it and stuff like mm-hmm. that, right? So I think it's it's a different perspective. Yeah. It's always kind of funny to consider, like, the opposite perspective. So, like, a omnivore chef who's like oh yeah no i don't follow any salad accounts or anything (laughs) but like if vegan or non-vegan chefs didn't consume any of this type of content they would never be interested in it and they would never like work in vegan Mm -hmm. menu items to their restaurants or to their cookbooks so i think it goes like there's benefit in both of us supporting each other yeah like i think the idea behind like like i like looking at techniques and how people cook meat because it can make vegan meats that much better and that much more real, I mm-hmm. guess, for non-vegan people to try. And that's what we've always talked about our channel being for, is people who aren't vegan. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's also part of it, is that I want to make this fake meat or cheese or whatever it tastes as much like the real thing as possible. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to get that necessarily by only watching vegan things. I'm going to get that by watching and learning from people who cook with those ingredients every day, know the flavor profile and like brine it in certain ways and do all these different things to it to make it have that certain taste profile, right? Exactly, because like some of the best vegan dishes, they come from non-vegan dishes. Exactly. Like we needed that as like a base and an inspiration. Exactly. You have to understand that and that flavor profile in order to make a good vegan thing. Yeah. Right? Like I couldn't imagine, like I've learned so much from watching Chef's Table. Yes. And a lot of that is not vegan or mm-hmm. vegetarian even. And I've learned a lot from um, watching like MasterChef, Gordon Ramsay stuff. And I've learned a lot from watching, I mean, learned a lot is it's more entertaining with guys grocery games and like all these things like you you take away a lot of techniques from these that you don't like I don't know I don't watch a channel and realize that it's not vegan Mm -hmm. like I'm never like watching MasterChef and being like oh this like thinking about the fact that it's not vegan because I'm not looking at it for vegan content I'm looking at it for cooking content right yeah so I don't know I just it's a hard I never thought of like the actual observing of something as an issue 
it was more when it came down to social media liking it and actually like engaging with it and stuff but like it's not until like recently that I was like oh people might have like issues with this like they can't watch cooking shows anymore or something yeah like I watched uh Ugly Delicious recently so good wow with David Chang and some of the episodes aren't that meat heavy but there's a couple there's some episodes that are pretty meat focused and like pretty graphic yeah. about it too i would yeah. say like to, it was to a point where i was like yeah i definitely don't want to be a part of this i don't want to eat that that yeah. doesn't look right to me but i felt like i couldn't talk about my appreciation for the show in general because like for me when i'm watching a show like that i'm like how are they filming it how yeah. are they putting this story together how are they following like him learning about these different yeah. different dishes that fascinates me so much mm-hmm. but i feel like i can't talk about it in relation to like two market girls because it has so much meat and animal in it that people would and it does have a lot of like butchery in it yeah like the actual butchering of an animal and stuff so it is it's slightly harder to watch and i get why people might not want to watch it but also like again you want to watch the full thing to truly understand everything right Mm -hmm. so it it is yeah i have trouble like like i want to be like oh i love this episode but i was like but i don't want to like if it's so meat focused like i don't want to necessarily not necessarily publicly say it but like just have that on my feed as i'm a vegan yeah social media person right so i was like this is so weird yeah like i fully when i was watching it i fully like wrote out a tweet to post on two market girls and it was like uh just about really enjoying ugly delicious and like we should make a vegan version of this yeah and i was like i don't want people to like get mad that i'm like promoting ugly delicious but i am saying like it would be great to see this done yeah and cater towards yeah because he like in ugly delicious he focuses each episode is about like a dish so it's like a pizza or a cuisine or something yeah yeah and so which i love that would be so cool to do with veganism right we should yeah it would be so much fun imagine doing one a month one of the whatever Wednesdays is just focusing on something. We go around to restaurants and mm-hmm. things like that. But that's a that would be a big it's a big production to do yeah. it well. But I like I felt like I couldn't post that because I like like two market girls I get, but like even like for my social like my personal Twitter account, I wanted to post something. I was like, can I do this? Because you have like some people that follow yeah like, the carryover from two market girls, <laughs> which is honestly like I'm gonna admit it now. I took our handles out of our instagram thing for that exact reason because i'm not necessarily like i'm my personal instagram is not really personal anymore i've decided to just dedicate it to food photography and it'll all be vegan food photography but before it was just personal things and i was like if i took a picture of something and meat happened to be in it or something like i didn't want anyone to be offended by it Mm -hmm. and i was like i'm just gonna take our handles personal handles out of this yeah it's tough because like on instagram i do feel like we have that division where like our personal lives are not that it's, intertwined with yeah. two market girls but then you look at like the bigger picture and like we're fully on youtube all all the time talking about like what we eat because yeah. it's like a huge part of our brand obviously it is our brand yeah but we still feel like this division well it's it's hard because okay so i posted um we wrote a blog post recently about valentine's day and different ideas and stuff and one of them was like going out for dinner and I listed some vegan restaurants we really like in Toronto and some non-vegan restaurants that had awesome vegan items and menus. And I posted that on Instagram. And did you see the comment we got on it? No. So someone commented being like, why can't the non, like I was like, in case you have a non-vegan significant other, yeah. you know, you can both eat here. And they're like, why can't the non-vegan just eat 
vegan one day out of the year especially on valentine's day a day for love and i was like okay i mean i didn't view it that way like i came off i was like it's just my own personal experience like my Mm -hmm. boyfriend isn't vegan but eats vegan pretty much 99 percent of the time at home so we treat going out as more of a treat thing like he's not like eating meat at home and still eating meat out right Mm -hmm. so i was like talking about this i was like we also like really like to support non-vegan businesses that help make veganism easier to attain Mm -hmm. and like also if you take a non-vegan out to a non-vegan restaurant that has a vegan menu and they see your dish and like that looks really cool can i try a piece of it like i explained it that way Mm -hmm. and they're like that's cool i get that you know but like why not support a full vegan business you know non-vegan businesses will survive without your business but vegan businesses might not and i get it but i was like i i I, it won't stop me from not like we need the non-vegan businesses to start embracing veganism yeah and if vegans don't go and support them doing that they might never do that so, like, I get where they were coming from. Yeah. But, like, I was just, like, I don't know how to explain this in a way that, like, makes me sound, like, it. I almost, like, sometimes I almost feel bad for posting about non-vegan businesses because, like, I mean, they have a lot of meat on their menu and dairy and stuff. But also, I'm, like, I want to support those mm-hmm. companies because maybe they'll make an even bigger vegan menu next year or maybe they'll take away some of their non-vegan things because they realize the vegan menu is doing so well. So, I don't, I don't know. It's so weird, this weird balance. Yeah. Uh, and like really we can do just as much if not more for the non-vegan businesses as we can for the vegan businesses yeah there's a lot of support for the vegan businesses yeah but the non-vegan ones probably need not necessarily the support they need more of the vegan support for their menu yeah. their menus ne- might need more support and they need proof that like it people, people want, want it. it and people i know will that's exactly like i was like i want to be able to show them that the demand is there that people want a vegan menu and like if all the vegans were like no i'm not going to go there because you also serve meat and cheese like i get it to a point but if you don't do that they're just going to take that away and then all of a sudden everyone who goes there is going to be forced like obviously not forced but like forced to eat it because there's no other option mm-hmm. right so like i feel like even like even when i was there so we were there recently and we got our food and i overheard someone else like i don't know if they were vegan or not but i overheard someone else ordering the vegan pizza and i was like this is awesome like i have no idea if you're vegan or not or whatever but like this is so cool someone's ordering the vegan pizza like it's not just us necessarily right mm-hmm. so like it shows people that there are other options yeah so, and i mean when you go to A&W, you see so many people ordering the beyond burger mm-hmm. and there's proof in that too it's actually crazy how many people yeah. order the beyond burger and you know what's weird to me this might be getting into another topic but i feel like people are quicker to support fast food places with vegan options than restaurants with vegan options because i haven't heard a lot of backlash for a and w other than the fact that it comes with mayo and you have to ask for it without right but I haven't heard a lot of backlash like I'm not going to support that because huh. and I think it's because there's not a lot of vegan fast food places. Yeah. Yeah. There are like I mean it depends where you are but there are a lot of vegan restaurants out there all vegan restaurants and like I think it's because there's not a lot of vegan fast food places so people are quicker to support fast food places that mm-hmm. put vegan items on the menu but it makes me feel bad for the restaurants that get backlash for doing it. Mm-hmm. And I mean that is a very hard point to get across in an instagram comment too, oh yeah right like super we, difficult we could obviously do a whole video or a whole episode about that and our yeah. thoughts on that um but kind of getting back to like this whole consuming content yeah. and showing yeah, yeah, yeah. your support that way um does baked do baked goods bother or do you worry about baked goods as much because like meat if you like a meat you can photo or like yeah, yeah no a, baked goods don't bother me as much is that because it's not as obvious to the person who sees that you like it or because it's not as obvious to you? 
I think it's probably the first one, not as obviously the other person. Because, mm-hmm. like, if I'm being honest, neither one bothers me. Yeah, yeah. Like, I will like a photo with meat in it. If it's a pretty photo, if the technique I thought was really cool, I will like it. I have no issue doing mm-hmm. that. Um, but I think, and I think this goes for everyone, that, like, when you look at a pastry, you don't necessarily think there's an animal in it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not the first yeah. thing you think of, as opposed to if you looked at a chicken, like, a roasted chicken you know there's an animal yeah. in it because you can see it so i think this goes for anyone is that you, it's easier to associate meat with animals less so eggs in a pastry with animals because you don't see it yeah and i think this is for vegans non-vegans literally everyone yeah and i think it's less jarring like you could easily like people could see that you like to bake good and just they might assume it's vegan you know or whatever all this stuff and like it's so much easier to disassociate that with animals yeah so i wonder if like we know that we're kind of in the minority as far as like following accounts that might post meat but do you think that there's other vegans who are okay with following or liking photos that are like dishes that aren't vegan but aren't meat based i don't i don't know me neither because like i have no no idea i know either i have absolutely no idea if it bothers other people the first time i realized it bothered someone is when we were with some of our friends I know, me, and yeah. they said that how they unfollowed some people that weren't vegan and i was like oh i didn't realize that was a thing that would really bother people that much yeah especially like on instagram when you don't even see all the photos like i don't know it's just like i didn't realize how much it could bother people mm-hmm. but i don't know it's weird yeah like the thought did cross my mind but i didn't know like i knew that we didn't feel seriously about that but i'm like i understand why other people feel that way i get it no like i fully get why it could be like people don't want it on their feed i fully understand it but i also like i mean we haven't got any criticism for liking photos or anything so like this comes from a place with no experience but i hope there's no one out there that's criticizing someone for also supporting shows that aren't vegan focused and like all this stuff yeah i feel like there probably is once you get big enough and people start paying attention to every single thing you do yeah that would definitely happen and i mean that's why we don't really need to worry because we're not big enough people are barely paying attention (laughs) to things that we put out on purpose yeah (laughs) like i yeah there's so many times like i watch cooking shows pretty much all the time uh i was watching guys grocery games yesterday all the, there's so many times where i wish i could almost like instagram story something and be like oh this is so cool or whatever and i'm like i can't really do that because i don't want to offend every anybody and like i don't think that's how you should be thinking about social media necessarily mm-hmm. but like there's also a point to it like i'm not eating meat i'm not yeah. hiding meat that i'm eating from people i'm yeah. fully <laughs> vegan but i just like i think there is like I get not wanting to post everything you do because yeah. why do you, like it doesn't affect your lifestyle in any way. You're not buying meat because you see meat being cooked somewhere. So I don't think there's necessarily like an issue with not showing it to your following mm-hmm. or anything like that. Like I don't think you're lying to anyone by doing stuff like yeah. this. Like you're not living a double life. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not eating meat and not and promoting vegan lifestyle publicly. Right. So I just I don't know. I've never really talked much about this topic and it'd be cool to get more perspectives on it because I'm curious Mm -hmm. and I'm curious more about the like everyday person the person who doesn't necessarily make their own recipes and like enjoy learning about cooking and stuff I'm curious what they how they view cooking shows and things like that 
Yeah, because like I, I really understand you wanting to watch like as much cooking content mm-hmm. as possible because it would be like any chef like only watching Italian recipes, let's yeah. say. Like that is such a narrow thing to yeah. learn and to consume when like cooking is such like a huge art form. It's oh my so God, different. Yeah. Why would you want to limit yourself when you can learn all these things exactly, and then apply yeah. it to like your the... style of cuisine? Exactly. Right? Yeah. No, I know. But as an average person who like doesn't do that i guess i'm kind of that person i don't really watch that much cooking you just content. watch ugly delicious i yeah i happen to watch and, that uh chef's table chef's table you watch the more i guess like for the production of yeah them. exactly like the documentary so style. like i show like guys grocery games and master chef wouldn't appeal to you because no. it's more about the cooking yeah. less about how it's produced and created and stuff right exactly so. like i love watching cooking documentaries or food documentaries because mm-hmm. i'm like I could directly apply this to two market girls to what we're and doing, yeah. like things that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't I watch it? Yeah, no, I know. It's just like I, I, I'm curious how people view all this. Like, I wonder if it would affect, like, if someone, one of our followers, knew all this stuff. Which I mean, we're talking about it now. <laughs> but like, I wonder if it would affect how people view somebody. Like, if a vegan came out and being like, yeah, I love watching all this stuff and I love doing this and this and this and all that stuff. Like, I wonder how people, if it would change the way they view them as a vegan. I think some people, like the very hardcore vegans would definitely have an issue with it. But at the end of the day, those aren't the people that we're trying to reach anyways and appeal to. And so much of like what we talk about and the way that we view veganism supports like not being so narrow and only focusing on vegan things and like isolating veganism we don't want to do that at all we actually have a good thing is we have a blog post coming up a guest blog post of somebody who went to culinary school as a vegan and there's no vegan culinary school Mm -hmm. so you have to cook with meat and things and i haven't read it yet but i think that's going to be a really interesting take because like we have no experience with that neither of us went to culinary school so like and i don't like i don't think i'd have an issue going to culinary school i don't want to but like if i wanted to i don't think i'd have an issue going as a vegan because it's part of your education right it's like it might be like is the sacrifice of doing that worth where it might get you future yeah like being a vegan chef in the future and all this stuff so i'm curious about how that blog post turns out and seeing that in the reception of it i wonder like because a huge part of cooking school like you have to taste the things that you're eating so does that mean that they just don't i don't know eat the things and they know. get someone else to maybe taste they it? get someone else to taste it i don't know i'm curious to see how their experience was though it's like cooking blind almost because you can't tell what the dish tastes like if you're that's so interesting but at the same time like that's not really a thing that's super specific to veganism because what if there was someone who went to cooking school who it was part of their religion that they didn't eat pork yeah or they're lactose intolerant or allergies allergies, exactly whatever right so i'm very very curious yeah that'll be good gluten sensitivity like all these things right Mm mm-hmm you never really hear chefs talk about what they eat in their personal lives. Like, ne- their diets, necessarily. Because chefs often cook what they eat, right? Yeah. Or what they would want to eat. Yeah. So, I guess, like, I feel like maybe it wasn't as big of a thing. Like, people who had um, specific diets going to culinary school. But I feel like now, there's a lot of people with specific diets and I feel like it's probably a big part of culinary school now or the decision to go. Mm-hmm. Like if you want, like I'm sure there's a lot of people who have a gluten sensitivity or a vegetarian or something that want to be a chef one day. Mm-hmm. And like how they approach that, whether they 
decide they're going to go to school for it because not going to school for it's really difficult to get a foot in right because there's so many people in the industry now so I'm curious because it's like such a it's like you could go to business school as a vegan and have no issues Mm because you're just sitting in a classroom learning right yeah but it's such a different it's a hands-on thing and you have to learn this one style of well not one style but like all the techniques of cooking exactly be so interesting I'm very excited for that blog post. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess like the only way we can kind of relate to that, and as far as like having to deal with non-vegan items in your everyday life, is like, what if we were photographing for a company? Which I mean, actually, we've done. We photographed a product that wasn't fully vegan, like the cupcakes that we did. Oh yeah, one, yeah, yeah, we did. One batch of them was, was like, not. Which one? One batch of them was not vegan. The other batch was, was vegan. Yeah, the fact that they had a vegan option made it. I think yeah like I don't like I think I don't know if I'll ever like fully be able to be like yeah I'll take photos for your business that has no vegan options at all like I'm happy to do photography for a business that has a vegan menu or vegan options or something like that and also take stuff for their non-vegan things too Mm -hmm. because like I think I think it would have to be somehow related to veganism in a way for me to be okay with it but like we like at first I thought like I was like when like, when we got approached by the company to take some photos and stuff, I was like, just so you know, we can't post about the yeah. non-vegan things. Yeah. Like, what we post has to be vegan. I'm like, we'll still take the photos for you. Have no issue with that. But we need to make sure that what we're talking about is vegan. Like, we can put a little asterisk that there's non-vegan flavors available. But, like, everything in our photo has to be vegan. Yeah. So, um, like, we, I think we have some, like, we have standards that we l- live up to or whatever. But, like, I don't know where I was going with this. And that's kind of the whole point of this being like our own business is that like if we were working for a company, we wouldn't necessarily get be a say. able to say no. Yeah. Like if we worked for a marketing agency and the client is McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you don't have a choice. Yeah. Whereas this, we have a choice. And it's yeah. also not like our livelihood right now. So. Yeah. Um, it was actually something that I get asked in almost every uh interview that has something to do with food Mm -hmm. so like when i was being interviewed for my internship that i did last year at a food-based magazine and they like saw my channel and you know they obviously knew i was vegan if i had a channel like that and they're like now are you okay like working around me because we're not a vegan magazine Mm -hmm. and they're like new thing and i told them i was like i have no issue with that i'm not going to eat any of it but i have no issue being around it Mm -hmm. like that stuff doesn't bother me and they're like okay good but i get asked it every kind of food-based the second time when I got hired at the agency, the PR agency, that's a food-based agency, yeah. they asked me if I'm okay, like, photographing food and, like, being around food and stuff, and I was like, or uh, meat and stuff. Uh, like, every single interview for a food-based PR that I went to asked me that question. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, I mean, it's nice that they were yeah, willing no, to ask for that. Sure. Um, and I guess they don't want to hire someone that's all of a sudden me like, nope, I refuse to work on that. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, no, it's like, everyone asks that question even friends ask that question mm-hmm. <laughs> like, um does meat offend you yeah because we're also not the type of vegans that like won't keep meat in our house yeah like i have it's not a i won't cook it like i mean i've cooked it once actually no that's a lie i on have the, cooked burgers yeah on, on the, the barbecue. barbecue when i'm cooking a burger for myself and my boyfriend wants a burger i will cook him a burger it doesn't bother me yeah um he eats i think it's because they eat so little meat like i mean i don't know fully how much gavin eats or not but i I never buy meat yeah 
Never. So like, I think it's because he eats so little of it that I have no issue when he wants it that like once a month, I have no issue doing it. Yeah, exactly. Like I tell him like, I'm like, if you want some meat, I will buy it. And I buy him eggs because he loves yeah. eggs. So it's not like I'm only shopping vegan, mm-hmm. but like he just doesn't ask for it that much. Yeah. So it's not a huge issue. Yeah. But I wouldn't say no. I wouldn't say you can't have meat in this yeah. house. No, because like it's their house too. Yeah. So like it's like I I feel bad just because I'm vegan forcing them to eat a certain way that mm-hmm. they don't necessarily feel 100% comfortable doing. So, I mean, and this isn't to say like they're not carnivores necessarily. Yeah, like no. they're not demanding meat at every meal, right? So it's, I think it's a lot easier. Mm-hmm. We've gotten to a lot of different topics. We have. Well, because meat just, it's, it's everywhere. It's, well, like it's <laughs> so focused everywhere, right? Yeah. Um, But, and also like when I'm having people over, like, I will ask them, like, if it's a barbecue or something, I will we'll get chicken burgers or beef burgers or whatever, whatever Hutch has in the freezer. Um, but, like, you know, it, I tell them, I was like, it doesn't have to all be vegan food just because mm-hmm. I've been inviting you over. Like, I don't care. Most, all the sides will be vegan and all this stuff. But if you want a meat burger, we have that option. So, I don't know. I think we're in the very, very yeah. minority of this. Um, That's okay. And yeah. a lot of the times I'm like... I mean, we can have meat, but you know, I haven't cooked a lot of meat, so I don't know I if I'd cook it well. <laughs> yeah, I can't guarantee that it's going to be that good because yeah. I also can't like taste it to see yeah. if it's okay. So you're really you're gambling here. <laughs> you really want to do that? Yeah. No. Like I would say, ninety nine percent of the meals cooked in my house are vegan. Yeah. And also, like ninety nine percent of the food kept in my house is vegan. Mm-hmm. Like I have like one item in the house that isn't vegan, basically, because I got him to switch over from dairy milk which is nice too because like he has no issue with like almond milk and non-dairy milk but it was more for the teas Mm -hmm. like i hear that's like teas and coffees is like the biggest thing but we found those coffee creamers so he likes that in tea oh my god so we get that instead (laughs) life-changing they are so freaking good i'm obsessed um uh what was i gonna say i don't know what's a good way to sum this up i was gonna say something and you forget you forget oh i was trying to think if there's anything non-vegan in my house and the only thing is eggs like that's there's usually nothing else that comes in that's not it's pretty good vegan yeah yeah i think we also have it easy with significant others because they just don't care yeah there's like you're gonna eat whatever's there's food yeah yeah um uh but going back to like content yeah watching consuming things and like showing your support by double tapping something on instagram which is like really so silly if you're gonna overanalyze that i don't know i think we just have such a different mindset because we're also creators Mm. we appreciate the art form behind the food that's true i'm glad that we can kind of separate the two yeah yeah we're not we're not vegan creators we're just creators that happen to cook vegan food exactly right so like i don't necessarily view myself as i'm a vegan creator and i only support other vegans you know i support creators doing really cool things yeah and like i could never actually be a vegan creator because i don't even watch that much vegan content yeah we watch like our friends exactly about it but i don't like that's not really the content that's drew me to doing creative work yeah right so yeah we're we're creators that most of the content most of the content i consume isn't 
specifically vegan mm-hmm. i don't even consume food content that much <laughs> i consume food content all the time but that makes sense because like <laughs> for you you're like with the blog the biggest thing is the, the two things i consume are food content and photography which content. is like what you do yeah. and like if you didn't consume food content i'd be like Catherine, what are we making yeah that's i can't like, help you here. that's like another thing like uh the bite shot like i love the bite shot she's so amazing on youtube but she photographs non-vegan food all the time mm-hmm. and she'll like talk about techniques for like making meat glisten and all that stuff and everything but i use that and just apply it to vegan food yeah and i just kind of like watch any videos that i'm gonna either learn about videography or i'm gonna learn about storytelling and like how to make our videos better like from a story perspective Mm -hmm. and just from a production perspective yeah i feel like a lot of it's probably not specific to vegans but for this intent purposes but like vegans will have a lot of tunnel vision yeah. where they'll only click on it if it says the word vegan or like yeah. if as soon as they realize it's not vegan they're like oh gotta go <laughs> so like and i feel like that's such a limited way to look at things like i understand if you're looking for a specific type of content if you're looking for a vegan recipe and you stumble on a non-vegan recipe that's probably not going to work for you i get that mm-hmm. but like i feel like so many people forget the hard work and the artwork that goes into certain things and like I guess if you're not a creator and you're not interested in that stuff, I get it. Mm -hmm. But I wish people also appreciated that. Yeah, it's tough because like when you say stuff like that, I'm like, yeah, I wish we could like, you know, talk about the creation side Mm -hmm. of what we do more. But it feels like that doesn't do as well. Like we have to focus on Yeah, because like honestly, ultimately, like I love our channel. I love the food content we do. But I would love to do more stuff that's like this is photography and videography and behind the scenes of a podcast episode and all this like I would love to do content like that but it never does as well I know and I don't know if it it might be just because we didn't do that stuff from the beginning and the subscribers we have it's not what they're here for right so and that's fair you don't have to be like someone for every type of content they produce but it's so hard when like you do a recipe that you really like and it gets a thousand views but then you do something that you like just as much Mm -hmm. that isn't related to veganism or food at all and it gets like 300 views yeah and i mean this is something that like all creators struggle with because there's always like the niche that you focus on because that'll help you grow but then you gotta still do the content that's for you otherwise you're gonna start like resenting the whole process yeah so like a lot of people will say like oh two for me or two for you one for me yeah three for you and i think we're starting to do that more like with our 2019 i think we kind of refocused on everything we want this blog to be and the youtube channel and stuff and i think we started focusing on that more with like the featuring really cool creators who are doing cool stuff like uh alexander gator and jocelyn Mm -hmm. um and I, I think we're planning on doing more of that and stuff too. And we just have to, like, I think we're trying to kind of, like, it's finding that balance between what is everyone going to like and what are we really going to like. Yeah. And like, we're kind of trying to do like a little bit more like documentary style mm-hmm. stuff. And we have so many ideas for that so kind many. of stuff that I really hope we get to do. But I also kind of feel like the more we grow and the more like we kind of build a connection with our audience, uh-huh. the more they're kind of just like, they're into the whatever that we, we make create, because yeah. they like just genuinely enjoy us as creators less as yeah recipe providers yeah less as vegans yeah which i really hope that we keep going towards that yes direction yes um yeah no i'm, I'm liking what we're doing so far in 2019 i really like so far i've like looked at all the videos and i'm like i'm happy with every single thing that's gone out i like that there's some 
balanced here that it's not all directly food related like mm-hmm. the wellness one yeah i love that it didn't do great but i loved that video yeah. i thought it was so well shot it was structured really really well the tips were awesome jocelyn was amazing yeah. in it and it's content that i find interesting too like yeah. and i think is useful to people now i really liked that and i'm hoping that kind of content picks up on our channel a little bit yeah hopefully hopefully all of our content should just pick up a little bit yeah <laughs> Oh, man. Ugh. But yeah, I think this was a nice talk. It was, you know, navigating a meaty world can be <laughs> difficult. Meaty world. Do you not like that phrase? No, it's fine. It's <laughs> kind of funny. It I just know. sounds so innocent. A meaty world. But like, also not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our world is very meat forward. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Oh. That's going to be it for this episode of TMG Unfiltered. Thank you for listening. If you have any thoughts about what we discussed in this episode, we would love to hear them. You can reach out to us on social. We are at Two Market Girls, or you can shoot us an email. Our email is twomarketgirls at gmail.com. To see any of the videos or recipes that we post, you can check out our YouTube channel. We're called Two Market Girls, and our blog is twomarketgirls.com. Bye. Be sure. Oh, oh no, wait. They need. Sorry. They should subscribe to the podcast. Oh, of course. Yeah. You don't miss any future episodes. And leave some feedback. Yes. Reviews on. Is it Apple and uh, does Apple. Google Play also Google, have? Yeah, Apple and Google Play allow you to give ratings and reviews, and those kind of help us grow our podcast yeah. a little bit. And if you're on Anchor, shoot us a voice yes. message or leave us <laughs> comments on Anchor. We check those periodically now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's gonna be it for us today. Bye. Bye. Should we check? Did you check our voice messages recently? <laughs> <laughs>